Are you a creative? I think you are. And that's why you should join my circle community, the Creative Study Lounge. Listen, we all know how social media is right now with all the lying, the bots, the ads, the shadow banning, your posts not getting seen, the requests from people you don't know, the strange activities. Social media is a mess right now. So that's why I decided to create a community just for creatives where we can get down and talk about writing, video games, art, development, things in popular media, whatever we want, or just some nonsense. There's a place for it all. It's at the Creative Study Lounge. And while you're there, you can get the merch, send me questions, comments, ideas, and you can generally support the podcast. Check the links in the description. We'll be adding more as time goes along, but hey, it's a good thing. CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. Once again, that's CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. And you won't have to listen to this dumb advertisement. Now let's get on with the program. All right, that's enough of that. Listen, this is Freestyle Fridays for the Creativity Threads Live podcast. This is your boy, Mr. Benja, coming at you once again on this fine Friday evening. Yes, so we're doing this again with the podcast thing, but listen, I got a whole new brand here, and it's a lot more focused, and I needed to do a refresher. So that's why you're actually hearing this podcast. That's why it exists the way it does, and that's why I'm doing what I do. So I want to start off this one just a Freestyle Friday session. And the way we used to do them before was just run through some topics that we're talking about that seem to be on people's minds. And today I'm just going to jump on this whole thing about the attention economy right quick, because you know what? Let me tell you something. No one cares about you. No one cares about what you're doing. No one cares about what you're feeling. No one cares about your, your thoughts. I mean, they kind of just don't care, especially if they don't know you. So now we've gotten this whole attention economy thing. Um, I don't know if any of you are experiencing that. I don't know if any of you are going through that where it just feels like to get anything done, you need to get attention. And it's hard to just create. It's hard to just be. You have to have some type of mechanism to go out and get attention. And for somebody like me, the consummate introvert, that's kind of that's annoying. But I don't want to go into a whole thing about that. I may do a whole thing on the attention economy later on at some point just because of how how pervasive it is and how necessary of a factor it seems to be. I, I wasn't even thinking in this direction a decade ago. And I started to hear Gary Vee and others talk about this whole getting famous, becoming an influencer, talking to your people, building an audience. And it got really interesting to me. And I started, uh, I started looking into it and I knew about marketing. I knew about sales and I knew about branding, but I hadn't really jumped in the weeds like I, like I should have. If I had seen what was coming, I mean, we knew with the internet, we knew with podcasting and new media that things were changing. And I even did have a podcast back then. Um, actually this is like version five of my podcast journey, but yeah, I, I was looking back at all the things I was looking at and like, wow, if I had really jumped on um, the social media kick, I, I got on because I thought it was interesting. But if I really gotten on to try to do something way back then, I wonder how, how things would have turned out. I wonder how things could have, could have transpired. I don't know. We'll never know. But just very interesting to see how the, the changes have come around. And... Attention is that big key marker. 
and I'm actually scribbling down some notes here right now, but yeah, it's like catching attention and catching the people's mindset, catching the people's vibe and energy. It puts us in a very strange place. And I will say, as far as predictions go, Gary Vee did see this one. Uh, people, the NFT thing, still still left to be determined. He's got his own crowd of people that dig his NFTs, but in general, that that scene is pretty quiet right now, to say the least. So yeah, um, started this two weeks. This is about, this is my second week of this finishing up. Going to go into my third week. Um, kind of proud of what I've been doing here with this getting back into a very nice flow. And I want to encourage that for everybody on, on any kind of social media, listen to the podcast. If you've got an idea, and if you've got a good energy vibe going on, let it flow. See where it takes you. Follow the path of your own inclinations. Try to see which, where your energy is trying to lead you. You know, you have a particular personality and way of seeing things. Where does that lead you and can it grow or not can it grow? What will it grow into when you keep adding fire to it? What will it keep growing into when you keep adding wood and more kindling and more fuel to that fire? Could be interesting. Um, I actually tried out a few different things. Uh, this was the only one that I decided to publish, though. I wanted to see what things were going to be like with courses, and I am going to do some courses, but... That wasn't the kickoff product. I wanted to see some things with community. And I was like, okay, that needs to be done, but it wasn't the kickoff product. I need to do a few things with, with uh, fashion and just studying, learning, changing my mindset, getting things in order with my health and wellness. I was looking at all this stuff, and I started working on all of it. But the podcast was the one that I kept coming back to as the one that needed to happen. And I think even part of it is a little bit of therapy for me. Where I get to get on here, I get to speak my thoughts. Blogging is one thing. Posting on social media is another thing. But something about these live podcasts, not even the recorded ones, something about the live podcast really works out for me. And so you'll know I do, I do these live all the time, most nights of the week. We'll see how long this goes. But there's something about the live thing. And I was talking to... Um, talking to somebody on threads and by the way if you're wondering why i call it threads creativity threads life it's because this idea started from threads and i realized that threads move all throughout life and creativity threads through life so who was mentioning it um john loomer i think it was on threads made a mention about um about posting comments no can't find it now, which is probably a good thing. It means I've got enough notifications that I can't find what the heck I was talking about. Okay, here it goes. John Loomer. Shout out to J-O-N-L-O-O-M-E-R if you want to follow that guy. Yeah, I was talking about getting into the groove with things and live, live broadcasting through a podcast. So this whole thing is about focusing on creativity. I decided to go live with it. I want to appear daily instead of weekly. I didn't want it to be as planned, and I wanted to be, it to be more of a flow of consciousness. And to do that, I needed to go daily on the weekdays. So that's why I'm doing that. I put a hard limit on myself of, uh, you know, at least 30 minutes and no more than an hour. I might go over an hour, but that's the limit I try to keep. 
And I want to go solo for the most part and then add in guests as, as necessary. So if you know anybody who wants to talk about creativity, threading through life, let me know. We might be able to do something. All right, but anyway, I was talking to uh, John Loomer on threads, and he mentioned that, that um, going live was, was an issue. Not, not going live being an issue, but it's a problem, but going live is a little bit of an obstacle, a hurdle. It's not something that's extremely easy to do, especially all the time. And, you know, I just had another idea. See, the freestyle things, I'm just going to be going through and scribbling down ideas as I come across them. As I say things, I, I inspire myself with the things I say. I'm like, oh, geez, Benja, that was a nice idea you thought of. You should write that down for yourself later. So I just did. But basically, the challenge that going live gives you is challenging you to speak more appropriately, to organize your thoughts a little better, to outline what you're going to say in your head more than on paper, to get your ideas together in a concise form that works and is entertaining and flows cohesively. It's not really easy. I just realized I practiced talking noise for so long that I can do this for one hour, two hours, and I start to fall apart around three hours, but I can do this for a pretty long time. I'm kind of happy about that. So I kind of want to lean into that strength and continue going live, not just for me, not just for the audience, but because I'm part of this flow. Someone keep sticking with it. If you've got a flow that you're, you're playing around with or you don't understand completely, just start flowing with it and see where it takes you. That's part of the adventure of creativity, by the way. Now, I have a lot of people on here who wouldn't necessarily call themselves creatives. But if you have an idea, if you have a feeling, you have a gut instinct on something, let that flow. A little creative nugget for you. Let that flow and just see where it goes. And a lot of people are not afraid, not ashamed, but they're a little reticent to show up in public and start trying things out where people can see them. This you should probably get over in some form or fashion. You don't have to necessarily have time to really start putting your creativity out there and seeing what happens. But that's what worked for me. And that's, it's an example of how the pressure of just doing it, not any real pressure, not any real, any real worry about it, but just that little bit of personal accountability where it's like, oh man, I decided to do this. I got to do it. It allows you to just flow a little more instinctively. And the thing about flowing instinctively is you can quickly see what your immediate thoughts were, not your speculated thoughts. Your immediate thoughts were, and you just jump into them. You have a thought, you kind of let it play out, and then you're like, huh, okay, that's what, that's what that did. Let me reflect on that, try something again the next time, iterate on that, improve, get a little better, and go forward. In fact, a lot of people say they're afraid of failing. Uh, there actually is no such thing as failure if you do not stop your energy. You're only a failure if you stop putting that energy into it. Now, do you quit? No, you might want to pivot into something else. You might want to redirect those energies into a different place. But quitting and giving up and failing are, are, are not what you're doing if you keep going. And don't just bang your head against something. That's not what I'm saying either. 
but keep that energy and find out what it really means for you to express yourself creatively, to build the own, your own environment around you. So, oh, very quickly, um, FAIL also have a nice acronym for that. Frequently applying iterative learning. That's the new, that's the new acronym for FAIL. I want you, everybody to take it home, write it down, put it on their wall. Frequently applying iterative learning. When you iterate, you improve a little each time, you grow a little, you try a little something new. You're not just repeating the same process, you're iterating, you're doing it again, but with a little extra something. If you know C++, you've heard of that, the programming language, the plus plus is an operator that's known as an iterator. It iterates a value, the plus plus that is. And when it iterates, it moves it forward just a little bit. So it takes whatever it's being applied to and moves it forward just a little bit. Boom, iteration. So that's where I kind of got the idea to frequently apply iterative learning. I want to iterate on things, keep increasing, keep getting a little better, keep growing, keep learning. And that's my vibe for 2024. So back to the going live thing. So this was something I decided to start doing because going live was easy enough for me to iterate on. Like every time I would do something and then go back and say, huh, Okay, that happened this way. I choked up on this. I didn't have all my topics together. I kind of started rambling towards the midsection, what happened there. And you can go back and adjust and change and improve, hopefully, what you're, you were doing. And reevaluate. Yeah, as I said, you may need to pivot off to something else. But that's what I started doing last year, really wanting to go into 2024 strong. And I think I'm doing good or I'm thinking I'm doing well with this podcast. It's, it's a lot more structured, organized, put together. And it's just a result of iterating, constantly improving. Now, a lot of people are pushing back on the whole idea of improving this new year. And that's really kind of got me worried. So I don't know what that means, but I see it happening and it's a little bit of a cause for concern. Also, not just looking at areas where you want to create and you feel your energy flowing. When you want to think about what you're going to iterate on and trying something out, one good thing I found that I, I found that worked for me was finding areas where I'm, I'm interested in, finding areas where, oh my God, I have other notes and I can't, dang it. I wrote something down and I can't remember where I put it because it's not where I left it. Put it on a whiteboard and copied it down somewhere. It's just what happens when you go freestyle. You just start thinking about things as you're doing them. Anyway. Um, but that iterative process, it can push you and it can push different types of energy. Like some people say, do what makes you happy, right? There's a happiness energy. Yeah, there's something makes you happy. You do that. Keep trying to get happy. Fine. That's a certain energy pull. And you want to pull, not a push. There's a difference there. The pull is about something that speaks to your insides and inspires you to move forward, where the push is an external motivator that moves you to get out of a situation and somewhere else. In general, motivation is cool, but inspiration is better. So there was uh, being happy, being meaningful, providing some, some sort of meaningful 
existence or get a meaningful result, like you want to mean something to somebody, like you could be happy with your job, but if it doesn't mean anything to you or anybody else, that may not spark your interest. So some people need more meaning than others. Maybe that's your energy pool. And then, uh, you know, there are plenty of others. Maybe you have a, a responsibility pool, like, you know, your, your family, you feel that's your responsibility. Your, your neighborhood football team may seem like your responsibility and you feel good satisfying that responsibility. Maybe that's your pull. Maybe, you know, what, like, you know what? I'm responsible for this house. I'm responsible for this political campaign. I'm responsible for this family. I'm responsible for the finances at this corporation, whatever it may be. Whatever you feel responsible to, that may be a, a pull that pulls you along in, in some particular vector. And by the way, this isn't like, this applies to big things and little things as well. So not just your big life goal, but whatever else comes along. So yeah, um, I found this was pulling me along, so I'm along with it for the ride. I'm going to talk a little bit more about some of the things that are going on in the world right now. Some of this I'm going to leave for my show versus business podcast that I do with Theo. You can always catch that online. Going on episode 100. What is that? 50? We're going on. We'll be doing 100, episode 148 next week. And we're going to be talking a little bit about AI. People can't tell the difference between what and what is what. Companies are starting to sue over AI, speaking copyright infringement. It's a weird case out there. No one's quite sure what's going on. Social media is dying out there. I'm just going over some of the things that I noticed happening. Social media has been kind of dying away. It's turning into a media farm. Like everybody's their own little magazine and social media company. You can't just get on and talk to your friends anymore. And if you want to, I think the best place to do that is like Facebook or Snapchat. We got weird economy concerns going on. A lot of things are happening. They just they were just talking on the news about the what is it, the Bering Strait, I believe. Um, the Strait in the Red Sea. It's a it's a waterway that connects Asia with Europe. And they've had pirate attacks. They've had, you know, missiles fired. They've had gunship battles. It's been a problem out there. And the United States has gotten involved. But the merchants are like, screw this. We're not sending all our shipping containers through these, through this perilous area. We're going to take a risk and spend an extra two to four weeks going around all of Africa to bypass this one area. Now that's a big, that's a big chunk of, that's not even a shortcut. That's like a, I don't even know what you would call that. It's like, man, you gotta, you can't cut through the little strip of water between, you know, between like Africa and the Eurasia area because there are so many problems on the water there. You've gotta go all the way around Africa to get your shipping containers to the right places because some people are out there fighting. So that's happening right now. 
weird. That net is something that ripples through all the economy, right? I've also got a politics happening. I have not seen a, and maybe, maybe it was like this before. I just was, you know, politically naive and I didn't understand it, but I've never seen a situation where the presidents, the pre the people who are running for president are as liked or as disliked as they are right now. Or maybe it's just this back and forth, right, left, conservative, liberal, conservative, progressive, right-wing, left-wing thing. I don't know. But it just seems like nobody likes anybody right now. Not even in politics. It's expanding into social media. So we'll definitely have to see what we're going to do about that this year. And the reason I'm bringing all this up is I just think it's, I think it's good to understand how things are playing out if you're going to be a creative. You can't just create in a vacuum. You don't need to engage with everything. I don't really talk about politics too much. I don't talk about race, sex, religion, and a lot of these other things too much. I try to stick to, at least in public, talking about creativity and building a more pleasant world around you. But I, I am very concerned with these things and do try to keep abreast of what's happening, the social movements. And I don't know how we can come back from it. I'm going to be developing a community and developing on the good people that I know. I'm going, I, I run a few Facebook groups. I run some online forums. And with that experience, I want to, I want to build a little bit of a community out. It's going to be on the Creative Study Lounge website at some point, but I want to build a little bit of a community out because I think people can come together and really start appropriately discussing things with each other. But that can't just happen. It needs to be policed a little bit. I know not everyone's going to like it. I can't say what I want. Yeah, yes, you can. Just don't be a jerk about it. I got in the habit of this during discussing heavy topics on Facebook without getting into arguments all the time. Actually having thoughtful back and forth considerations about things. I think I need to go ahead and create my own area for that now. So now that I've kind of gotten this podcast up and in order and moving and flowing properly, I think that it's about time that I move into that next phase, which is the community. So somewhere between the community and the courses, one of those is coming next, whichever one I tend to flow on easiest or fastest. All right, what else is going on? As I was saying. Yeah, everything's about marketing now. Marketing, sales, branding. I know a lot of creatives don't like to talk about the what I call the dark arts. I used to not like talking about them until I got back in the early 2000s. I became familiar with some marketers and the people in the marketing and advertising department at the 3DO company. And I really started getting involved in like, hey, wait a minute, why are we making the game this way? Or why did they ask for these certain demo shots? How did X, Y, and Z happen? 
Who's talking to the public right now? Who's going to do the magazine interview? What can they say? What can they not say? What questions are taboo to ask? What, what do we want to steer the conversation towards? What are we committing to in these interviews and discussions with the people? And it became a whole thing. And it was very cool, but I kind of fell out of it for, for quite a while. Kept tabs on it. I was watching out what was going on in social media and everything else. But I still wanted to be a, a product developer first and foremost. And that's fine. But that marketing side always just kind of hung in the wings for me. And now we're seeing it full-fledged where you can't really you can't really exist without some sort of marketing skill. I mean, maybe you can and you try to farm it out to somebody else. You try to put that put that idea into somebody else's um, you know, work shoot, into somebody else's workflow. You outsource the entire idea to somebody else. Maybe. But I don't know how well that's working for most people. Most people now have this love-hate relationship with social media, email, and trying to get put on because of it. In fact, I don't know if this dude is still following me or not, but somebody made a comment on on one of, on a Gary V post, Gary Vaynerchuk, since we're talking about him. Gary Vaynerchuk, master level marketer, you know, loud mouth kind of guy, very out there. I actually like him, but yes, he is loud and opinionated and talks very quickly. Has this has this New Jersey car salesman vibe to him. I didn't understand him at first, but once I got over that, I was like, oh, that came from Gary V. Oh, he said that, really? Once I started looking into him, I was able to separate the vibe from the actual content. And the content, although repetitive and comes off as sleazy just because of the style of presentation he had good information in there same thing with grant cardone um grant cardone uh political social issues caused me to not recommend that guy right off the bat but once again he's somebody you can take information from and go do it but not in his style he could probably get over well but anyway um so yeah, I was talking with this guy in the in the comments of a Gary V post, and Gary V said, "Hey, you know, maybe you should try this and this and this. That'll really help a lot of people out. I think I'm I'm very confident in saying this." And guy asked a question that just seemed out there, and I said, "Well, well, hey, have you considered X, Y, and Z?" Man, I'd never seen somebody get so angry so quickly on threads before. Dude just started talking. Well, maybe you need to listen and quit moderating the comments. And like, dude, no one's moderating the comments. You're making a, you posted a reply in public that sounds kind of off. Like you need help figuring this out. I just offered a possible direction. I actually wanted to have a conversation, figure out where the person was coming from. Because a lot of times I'm not just throwing stuff out there because I think I'm so smart or whatever. I actually want to understand hey, where are you coming from? Have you tried this? Or what's that about? Or who have you talked to before? I actually want to see where people are coming from. It's legitimately interesting seeing other people in their creative process. So I asked some questions and dude got really pissed. Said, yeah, you don't have to answer because you're not Gary Vee. I'm like, uh, I know that. And Gary Vee's probably not going to answer you because your question is a little garbage. 
But that's how the internet is right now. People are so offended by everything, very defensive. And I don't know how, like the whole rage thing, rage baiting and being extreme, it's, it's kind of played out, man. We got to stop that. Because the last thing I wanted to do was start, you know, blasting people for rage posting and using them as, as fuel for my fire, you know, to try to get clicks or links. That's a tactic some people use. I'm not down with a lot of the, the guru tactics. I'm not down with a lot of the ideas that they foment. Not that they put out there, but they build up and stir up within people. It's, it's very bizarre. I noticed a lot of marketing pages, and this is where the dark side of the dark arts come in at. Dark arts being marketing, sales, branding, advertising, promotions, etc. But I noticed a lot of marketers who engage in those dark arts started putting out not just enragement posts, you know, conspiracy theories. They started putting out, you know, the, the bleed if it leads type of content. The crazy, oh my gosh, did you see this? What would you do in this situation? Were they right kind of thing? And you know what? It's gossipy, man. And I, I never liked gossip. I always just had a problem with gossip. Like, why are you gossiping so much? But that's what the internet's become right now. Shout out to Kelly Clark Creative. Thanks for coming through. Thanks for dropping the comment. But yeah, it's all about gossip right now. Um, and I, you know what? We'll talk on this, going from social media to tabloid media. If you see that podcast next week, shout out that you heard it here first on Freestyle Friday. Just taking down notes because I want to remember this and, and do it properly. Um, speaking of notes, another random thing, uh, this year, I'm also going to be exposing my note taking process that includes my journaling and my job booking journaling and job booking are two, two processes that I use that have helped me immensely organize my mind and my thoughts and keep things clean and, and cool in 2023 started playing around with these ideas well before that, but I've really started to formalize them and to iterate and try to get better in 2024, for 2024. I was working on them hard in 2023, but now they're in 2024. I've really got the process and ideas down, so I'm going to be putting those out also this year. Maybe this is like a, maybe this is like a preview episode of what's coming for the entire year. I don't know. But um, Going along with uh, the way social media has been going and the way internet connectivity and just connecting to devices, part of that has to do with finding simple analog tools to, to keep your processes flowing, to keep your ideas rolling in a certain way. I also use a Pomodoro timer. That's been good for me. But yeah, let me know. Let me know in the comments or pop me a, an email on the contact page if there's something that that you can think of that that makes you that makes you feel better about 
existing in this crazy world right now, whether it be social media issues or just being on your, your devices too much or being on Netflix too long. My man Theo sent me a, a stat. We're going to have to pull up where the, uh, I don't know where it was sourced from. It came off the podcast, The Town, but there's another, there's a stat there about Netflix that they, that they reported on. It says, Netflix watchers spend 78 hours per year just deciding what to watch. That's crazy. That's insane. And I don't know exactly what it says, but it doesn't sound like it says anything good. I wonder how we can make our time more efficient. Because that's a lot of time. I don't mean we like a, as humanity, but me going about my everyday thing. How can I make things a little more efficient? How can I flow better? Because once things start to flow better, you start to create better. So that's another topic I think I'll come in with. Flowing better with your energy. Boom. And as I said, this is all about creativity. So we're going to keep attacking these issues and showing up every night, talking a little bit about the news, talking a little bit about what you can do. I'll offer my insights as a creative. I'm going to tell some more stories as well from my days in the video game industry. But yeah, keeping creativity flowing. That's where I'm going. That's my first little slowdown there. So I think that means I might need to wrap this one up. I know this was a short one, shorter than usual. Uh, I didn't push it toward my normal hour length of time, but that's okay. I don't care. This is a freestyle. and I just kind of do things how I want to. Looking forward to a lot of 2024. But here's the big thing I want to ask me in 2024. I really need you to contact me on this one or, or hit a comment or something. If you don't do resolutions. Tell me exactly why. A resolution is a state of being resolute that you get from deciding to have resolve. And you decide to have resolve by resolving some idea in your head. Basically, a resolution is a decision to behave in a certain way or for a certain reason. If you don't do resolutions, I really want to know why. I want to discuss this and get into it. Let me know if you want to remain anonymous and we'll talk about it. But it's really something that's been on my mind. Nobody even likes talking about it. A lot of people are saying they're tired. Okay, what does that have to do with wanting to improve or not? Is there a fear of failure? Are you tired of failing? Is the idea that you're not winning too much to handle? What has caused people to not want their resolutions, um, not even want to try to make resolutions and just simply write them off as they don't work? I'm really curious. You know, somebody just showed up on, uh, what was that, Facebook and then disappeared. If you're going to show up, drop a comment. How dare you? Just passing through here like this is, this is some random TikTok stream. Can't just swipe by. How dare they? Anyway, as I said, I'm just going to wrap this one up for tonight. Uh, I've got some things I want to get into later on and prep for next week. So that's going to do it for this Freestyle Friday. I might bring Thoughtful Thursdays back, but that seemed a little too woo-woo for a lot of people. It might not make a lot of sense for the creative style that I'm going with here. So I'll see about bringing that back. But anyway, let me know. 
Oh, make sure you follow on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow on Spotify. That's where you'll always get your your repeat. You know, the 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 different episodes are going to come to you. You can listen to them whenever you want on your podcast app of choice. Doesn't have to be Apple Podcast or Spotify. There are others, but I'm not sure how all the index is working on all these different platforms. I'm going to go have to check them individually. But the podcast is out there. It's up. I'm coming at you most weekdays and taking weekends off. And the blog is up too. So all these are archived at creativitythreadslife.com. Check that out and check out the podcast channels. And I'll see you later. Keep creating, everybody.